Okay, folks, welcome to another episode of Baywatch. Dina here with Will and Rachel. And we are super excited today because we get to talk some consummation. We get to talk. (laughs) I know. Finally, we get to talk final trial. Also, Rachel has finally finished the book. So me and Will can. Wait, is that true? Have you actually finished it? Yeah, I finished it. (laughs) (laughs) So there's so many more things we can talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Will and I can stop giving each other like looks across the Zoom screen. There is a lot to get into. Will's a bit hungover today, but I believe in you, sweet Will wow. boy boss. You're going to be on blast. <laughs> He's so brave, though. No, you're so brave. And showing up. Yeah. You are essentially entering the trial of human life. So <laughs> exactly. This is Will's trial. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> Rach, would you like to take us away? I would absolutely love to. If I could summarize chapter 44 in one word, it would be sex. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome this for, is a, this for you is a, having that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I pulled this straw. I don't know if it's a short straw <laughs> or maybe a considerably long straw. Yeah, but I we are. Very long and thick Magnificently wow. long. <laughs> wow. Um. So let's just kind of, let's kind of remember where we were. We need to kind of ease ourselves in here. We really need to kind of get cozy. We last left our lovebirds making out in an alleyway. They're really getting after it. They're getting handsy. But Rain says he doesn't want to, quote, fuck her for the first time in an alleyway three (laughs) feet from a pile of entrails. Which is fair, right? That's fair. Wait, you know what I love about this, though, Rachel, is that I was just mm-hmm. rereading this and he says that, but she's kind of like, I don't know, like, I mean, I would have. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm in, you know, my yellow jackets phase of life right now. And that connects and makes sense to me. Like, I feel like I don't know if you watch, but I feel like Shauna, I some do. of these yellow jackets, like that's the kind of same vibe. Yeah, that's actually a good comparison point. Like that's sort of the state of mind that we're in right now when we're Ariah. Like, we're very yellow jackets. Like, things are not... Things are kind of a little bit off the rails right now. Yeah, she's murdering people. She's, you know, making her feel a little hot and heavy. Well, also, I feel like, you know, it's important to remember she's, whatever, 23 or something, and just what 23-year-old brain does to you. There's something (laughs) where, you know, they have their little, like, their little thing where he's like, give me something honest or whatever. And she's like, the most terrible honest thing of all was that with Rain, it was all honest. He understood <laughs> every complexity and senseless duality. It's like... Senseless duality. What how does many that senseless even mean? dualities do you have? <laughs> like, literally, what does that mean? That that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> you know, her. I think she's yeah. so complex and she's so deep and, you know... Yeah, unique. <laughs> so unique. I mean, I guess she actually also, is in this world, but, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, again, you know that you're 23 when it's like, if it's me, 32-year-old, you know, you have a huge, you just finished a trial and you have like a huge one in like, what, 12 <laughs> hours or whatever. I'm getting my Z's in. Yeah. I'm getting that sleep. But now you're drinking your sleepy time tea. You're, you know, making exactly. sure your clothes for the next day are laid out and folded. That's not what she's up to. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to physically exert myself all night. Let's do this. <laughs> Next to entrails, if need be. <laughs> yes. So anyways, yeah, 
the vibes are good. Rain, they're short on time. So he flies them back to the old apartment. They're really making out while they're flying, um, which seems a little bit logistically difficult, a little bit dangerous, but very hot. Yeah, it's like don't text and drive. Probably don't make out. Do you think his eyes were open? I bet his eyes were open. (laughs) Like, creepily. (laughs) They'd have to be, right? (laughs) It'd be kind of irresponsible if they weren't. So, yeah, that that's interesting. But I guess they I make it back say, just in time, obviously, like just before yeah, long, of course. As they always must. Yeah, <laughs> they always do. So, yeah, they're back. I will note kind of preliminarily, we do get confirmation that wings in this universe are also erogenous zones as they Important. are in many. Yeah, Good exactly. Word. Erogenous zones. I mean, how else? I don't know how else you'd describe that. Um, no, I think that's perfect. Zone. But and thank so, God, so, you know, I would have been so upset if they weren't. I agree. It's one of those things. Okay, we'll say. I mean, I know at least in the the SJM world, wings are also erogenous zones. Probably in other books as well. So it's definitely a staple. And and it, it again, it can be very hot. Um, again, not to be sort of Lil Miss negative nancy over here but (laughs) i will say like i do often wonder you know because they're so sensitive like a mere brush and they're like right (gasps) right (laughs) so you do kind of wonder in other circumstances it's just like i wonder about when you're flying yeah like when you're like like, in battle and like you know are you just or maybe you're just not in that frame of mind and so right I i guess yeah i guess maybe it's it is contextual in that sense i guess that checks out but important i just I, I obviously think that although uh, so so Rain says we'll save those for another time. Um, book two. So we're not <laughs> what <laughs> book two exactly book two the sequel presumably and he he vanishes them away. So I do think we sort of have that to look forward to for sure. Yeah, putting In that on the two. list. My yeah, personal it's on, list. It's on Rain's long list. Yeah, yeah, a lot of wing play. Hmm. So back in the Pita Terre. They're ready to go to the bone zone, if I may use such a <laughs> disgusting phrase. I don't know why I That's said that. That's beautiful. Um, it's poetic. It's going to be so crude. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. And Rain is suddenly like, wait, Araya, is your first time? And okay, come on now. Yeah, well, she she tells him no. And again, pausing on sort of the standard the genre aspect of it i think we have to say okay we are glad we do love a story where our girl boss is not a virgin Mm-hmm. right yeah that's the preference so i do think like carissa gets points for not virgin but then i think she also gets some points subtracted because literally her only uh sexual experience with another person was like turned into an assault so that's yep. not like that's not the best. I do think it's like even sort of outside the the kind of new fantasy romance subgenre, a big thing of white men writing fantasy back in the day was like you have one female character, her purpose is to fall in love with the male protagonist and she's a virgin and that's like a big moment for him. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also well, thank you and... for that context because I don't really read men who write fantasy. <laughs> right, same. I've heard I've heard tell of them. But I've I heard some people like them, but, you know, couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, Rain 
does all of his good things that he's been doing. He tells her she's safe, she's in control, they can take all the time she needs, all that good stuff. So once again, Consent King, right. he's getting a good grade on that. Yeah, well done. Wait, Wayne. speaking of Consent King, can I just, there's a line here that reminded me of, so his, there's something where he's like undressing her and he says, may I? Um, uh-huh. Which was triggering for me because <laughs> freshman year of college, like before school started, part of orientation or whatever was they split the men and the women up to do sex ed or something. And this huh. guy on my floor, who is very weird, he, uh, <laughs> he he started explaining about how you have to, like, he's like a true consent king, how you have to ask consent for, like, every step in the process. And he sort of walked us through it. And he was like, yeah, so, like, when you want to kiss someone, you say, may I? And then when you want to, like, put your hand on them, you say, may I? And you just say, may yeah. I, like, every single possible step all the way through oh i thought you were gonna this say is... that he told you that you can't say can you had to say may because that was <laughs> no but it was like literally he was just like yeah you should just say may. like it's hot like girls think it's hot and i was like okay. <laughs> girls think it's hot okay will what what you're describing is called the antioch something like the antioch principles or something just just like oh, for like your edification thing. yeah oh, oh yeah wow. that's a real thing I learned it at summer like camp. Like in the law? Um, oh, no, in summer camp. <laughs> okay. No, not in the law. In the law of summer camp. No, it's called Antioch something. I think it probably originates from Antioch College. I don't know. I learned it at my hippie uh, <laughs> Not like the camp. ancient city. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I don't think it dates that far back, that concept of consent. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the Antioch whatever. I thought... I thought it was just, I assumed he had completely made it up because he was just a weird guy. He would do this thing where he would hook up with women, but he would, like, give them massages to Hmm. start. And the reason I know this is because he would leave, you had two doors, like, from the hallway to your room, and he would prop both of them open. What? And sit on the bed and, like, give someone a massage while he was staring out into the hallway. And he would then just, like, make conversation with people as they walked by. It was the most weird and like i have like that okay i don't think we should be taking tips from this man no (laughs) well that's why i was like this is some odd i I think he was giving the antioch whatever sort of a bad name i think yeah i think it probably deserves a better representative spokesperson like for example (laughs) rain rain is much better at it to bring us back to the text (laughs) yeah But wow. Okay, so, you know, we've laid the groundwork, right? Here's what I want to say. I know in previous episodes, we just had this whole talk circa cave scene about how, like, we need to, like, put aside our our shame and our embarrassment and let's, like, talk about these sex scenes, right? I know we said that, and I stand by that. (laughs) I feel like I want to say, I want to say... To me, there's something a little bit different about just like the PNV sex scene that happens after we've already had our like pre scene, our cave esque scene. Like for some reason to me, like I don't, I just feel like we don't actually need to give a blow by blow of this like very nice. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about it. No, it's lovely. Not, I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's, we're not going to go line by line. I don't right. think. Right. I think it's a fantastic scene for, you know, all of our enjoyment whenever we would like to go back and read those scenes. But I agree. 
I don't think we need to, you know, stare at, like, you know how when people used to, like, consummate their marriage and, like, all the people would, like, go creepily, like, stand outside the door? Like, we don't need to do that to them. Or you know in what the I room, mean? yeah. Or, like, like behind, be in the like room. Like, your brother had to be behind the screen or something. <laughs> right, right. Like, we don't need to do that to them. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get into it, but it's just, it's also very long, I will say. So, if, if we were to go sort of blow by blow, if you will, that would really be... <laughs> That would be long, considerably long, you know, podcast episode. <laughs> so we're going to kind of, we're going to touch on some things. I'm going to start out by saying, very nice scene. I really commend it to our readers, um, <laughs> our scene. listeners. <laughs> uh, go, you know, go read it. If you're just listening along this podcast and you're not reading the book, which I feel like there might be some people who do that, you know, find it. It's pretty cheap. This is a very cheap ebook. Um, So I will yeah, commend it Carissa to you. Yeah, some dollars. Yeah, independent author. Go spend the four bucks on Kindle or whatever. Um, yeah, give Jeff to, Bezos and Carissa your mind. Right, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> chapter forty four. Get you know, go go check it out. Um, but I'm gonna say it. It adhered extremely closely to the sort of genre playbook of how this is supposed to go. So let me kind of yeah walk us that. through. I don't know a sports metaphor here, but I would say one if they're. If I could think of one. Right, exactly. Something like that. Okay, so as we have discussed in previous episodes, we've already established rule number one of the genre, which is that the first sexual encounter is not a she-thing, okay? It's not right. a P&V, in right. other words, in case you didn't get the <laughs> she-thing part, but I think you did. It's not a she-thing. So we got our cave scene. It's mm-hmm. almost all, yeah, it's, we're not she-thing. You know, when it, when the sheathing eventually occurs, there are also some rules. The first being in that in that setting in that scene, it has to be preceded by at least one non sheathing completion. At least for the lady. Yep, for the lady. Lady, yep, lady first. first. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Always. Okay. Oh, you <laughs> and, mean in the context of that scene? Yes, in that yeah. scene. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Always, lady, mm-hmm. lady must come first. Yes, always. Okay. Second, I mean, this is a general rule. Obviously, well, you know, listen, they're they're ready to go, so we're 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 going, um, we're going. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Uh, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> but um, obviously, also as discussed, rule number two of this genre, our male protagonist has a considerable length at the very least. Okay? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, considerable to magnificent. So, yeah, considerable is the is honestly the bare, is the floor, not the ceiling, um, and that's definitely the case here. I think we kind of go above considerable here in mm-hmm. various ways. Um, so we do usually find, you know, our girl boss usually has a moment of like, wow, this length is extremely considerable. I don't even know like how I'm going to kind of handle all this. All right. Oh my god, mm-hmm. totally. I having just finished. A Court of Silver Flames, all I will say is that that is certainly <laughs> that is the a thing that we see across <laughs> fantasy worlds. <laughs> right. So so we have that. We al- almost always have that observation. But then sort of miraculously, some might say, um, <laughs> we quickly adjust. <laughs> we take a moment. We quickly we take a moment to adjust. Usually once a sheathing has occurred. And then there's an unleashing, okay? Yeah, they're like w- off to the races, off to the races. And I will say, great, great scene all in all, but one word that does stick out to me, and I didn't even need to write it down because it's really just in my brain, I'm seeing it, is he was 
histoning in and out of her at a certain point. And <laughs> Wait, I was like, what? okay. I'm, I must have skimmed past that. <laughs> Pistoning. Okay. Like a like a um, gun? Like <laughs> well, I don't I don't know. I don't know like what I mean, obviously, maybe, but I, I think it's just like I don't know actually what the like origins of that is, but I it's whatever it is, it seems like pretty kinda like a certain like speed type of speed way. It's here. evocative. It's yeah. evocative. Listen, I like I gotta give it to Carissa because this is a long scene, and it I think it must be actually extremely difficult to write these kind of things and not just end up saying the same two things oh, over yeah. and over. So she's trying to be creative. She's trying to be evocative. I'm gonna choose to respect and honor that in this moment. <laughs> also, it must be so like I'm trying to think about when I write and I'm doing all this like well like. Maybe this paragraph should go here. Like, and like, like, I wonder when you're writing this, if you're just like, hmm, like, should they like get on the floor? Or like, <laughs> it just seems so like odd to think like very intently. Right. Yeah, writing. Right. And also this. Rachel, I thought you were going to say in the whatever we call it, rule to be or something where they sort of observe the length and are faintly nervous about it. In this case, she describes his dick as I didn't know it was possible to find such a thing so stunning, like a work of art. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I did highlight there's, that whole paragraph a, of there's a of whole dick description. <laughs> no, I do. It think was that's also so elegant. An important corollary to wow. rule two B is that for some reason they it's yeah there's it's a work of art. It's stunning. Couldn't be me, but sure. <laughs> you know what? I think. The other two thirds of the podcast, like again, I, this is whew, we're getting in there, and I I thought we weren't gonna really get in there, but here we are. But I will say, like the sort of more penis forward of the group, <laughs> yeah. As our token straight, Rachel, please speak speak out, speak your truth. Wait, yeah. I'm pro. Well, what are we'll, you talking about? Oh yeah, I mean, Will is also uh, appreciates. Oh wait, and if you count my half, then we're actually yeah, we're yeah. doing well. I mean, your half doesn't seem to be sort no, of especially. No, it's, it's uh, certainly it's more, more like a quarter these days. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, so much for no more math, by the way. <laughs> right, right. So, anyways, I think you know. I think they describe. They often describe the female sex as you know, beautiful work of art, etc. So I think, hey, you know what? Sure, men's rights can be a piece of art, work of art, men's rights. Yeah. Ix, Ix I mean, made both, you know. Ix, Ix did make both. <laughs> Should we make the so, new thing instead of Ix's tits, Ix's dicks? <laughs> dicks, I like that. Carissa, if you're listening, we implore you to add that to the next book. The, yeah, that comes out next week. <laughs> yeah. So what I will say, again, sort of back to like how we're ticking off the boxes of the of the standard issue scene of the genre. Again, very considerable length, taking a sec to adjust, all of a sudden, amazing. We're pistoning, we're really going hard, <laughs> usually going hard in the paint out there. And of course, our girlies, they actually they actually get fired from their role as protagonists if they cannot have like a penetrative orgasm immediately. Yeah. Like, yep. So yeah. We go from oops, this this hurts a little bit. This is a little wow. This is a, a, until and then all of a sudden we're having simultaneous um, sheathing orgasms, which I'm really happy for her. 
Okay, I am. And then, like, blackout, like, a brief, like, fade to black. I feel like is <laughs> <Yeah>. often also <laughs> required. Yeah. So, really happy for both of them. They had fun. I had fun. Yeah, we all enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Do you guys have any other, like, sort of observations or thoughts about that? My, well, I was just... Sorry. Go, go ahead, Will. Okay. I was just going to say, I just, like, it's nothing worth going into but there are just you know a few moments where i feel like we touch on things that we've touched on before so there's like um this is rule whatever four but at one point rain is described as a man undone which that's I what like, i was gonna say will yeah, that's another classic of the genre that they're yeah, undone they always have to be undone there's a reference to the warm solid wall of rain's chest Thank of course I didn't know that. yeah, yeah. A reference to him tasting like he smells, a.k.a. the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I miss that. That's a good one. So sort of just, you know, some little clues that were left throughout the book are are just making their way. Unfortunately, these these good times must come to an end, as we knew that they were going to, which is really upsetting. Well, Truly. I should say they have a conversation, but the but the our sexy time ends. But we do have some kind of intimate sharing of stories. We finally get Rain's backstory as they're sort of snuggling post-coital bliss days. Yes. Well, we get we get a lot of his backstory, but obviously, yeah, we, we sort of get his backstory. Yeah, yeah, we yeah certainly some lies say. of omission happening here, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. But let's kind of get the Cliff's Notes of Rain's story here. Okay, a long time ago, he was a guard, back when he was human. Guard in some, I don't know, army, whatever, navy, who can say? And he was shipwrecked, and most of the other people on the ship died, and he sort of washes ashore. And he's close to dying as well. And a stranger approaches him and asks if he wants to live, a.k.a. does he want to be turned? And Rain says that he had a wife at the time and a child on the way. So he agreed, which, first of all, being the jealous queen that I am, got really upset even about even about this wife. I'm I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset. On a rise back. Like, how yeah. dare he have a wife a hundred years wife. before I was even born? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, honestly, how dare upset. he? Yeah. But Arise a bit more of like a mature queen than I am and in this one regard, in that she was like kind of like, Oh, I'm jealous, but that's stupid. Mm. I'm not that. But then it's like, okay, like clearly well, I guess he was a human when he was into her, but as we'll see, clearly he's into human, humanish girls. He has, he's got a type, and she fits it. Wow. Yeah. So the stranger who turned him turned out to be a sicko. Uh, he kept Rain captive for about 70 years, I think. And, I mean, Rain implies, basically Rain says that he was, like, sexually abusing him. Is that what we're taking away from that? That's what I took away. Totally. It actually... Gave me. Do you guys remember when we were first talking about Rain? And I always said he reminded me of Jamie from Outlander, mm-hmm. with like darker features. Mm-hmm. I feel like this kind of plot line again really reminded me of that character and that arc. Right, Jamie, kind of the er example of hot redheaded man. Right, <laughs> the number right. one example in the fantasy extended universe. Yeah. 
Anywho, it turns out that this stranger had turned a fair amount of other people, and one of them was Nessanine. Oh, there she is who, again. There she is. Now we finally learn about Nessanine. Nessanine was the creepy guy's wife, and she was every bit as much of a prisoner as Rain was, in his words. And they fell in love, and she was the first kind vampire he'd ever met, and she introduced him to others who were like her. Sad. <laughs> I like that. She, like he described, quote, she was a dreamer, kind but soft. She'd rather escape to the world she dreamed of than fight for this one. And I was like, same. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why I read these books. Oh, we yeah. thought you were going to be like, damn, like sick burn. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, no. She, she was not built like, long for this world. <laughs> yeah, it could be described that way, probably. Yeah. And Araya asked him how he got out of that situation and he's kind of vague at this point he said oh the world he had built was collapsing under its own weight blah 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 we don't right, really was get was that like a metaphor or was the building falling apart yeah tell. we don't get any details also he compares nessanine to misha and i am once again wondering why he and misha were never an item i hope we do get an answer and i hope my girl misha's gay that's what I'm hoping. I hope we get a little more action happening here. Oh, yeah. A little bit more and more. Yeah. I can't get my hopes up for that. She's, <laughs> she's, yeah, like, she's too she's close too to important the plot. Enough, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get your heart broken. <laughs> I like there's a nice little moment here in which Araya's, I think, elitist, like Nepo baby elitism showed again, in which he's, Rain is talking about how. He could have been a blacksmith or a soldier. And she's like, you could have been a chef. And he was like, maybe I should have been a chef. And she's like, it did seem nice. It also seemed smaller than him. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. why can't he be a chef? Like, <laughs> why does he have to live this like, sick and twisted? Yeah, she's, she's very much in her gunner phase. So yeah, she does get to know more about him. But obviously, he doesn't get the whole story. But alas, nightfall comes. Well, can we just talk a bit about that? That Because she very much is in this... I think she described something like, we're hacking pieces of our heart out for each other. And it's just not true. Like, she is. But he is being quite withholding. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I guess TBD. Not TBD. To be discussed. I guess that's also TBD. To be discussed (laughs) shortly in a future app. Yeah. Yeah, no, that does feel kind of manipulative, though, now that I'm thinking about it. Like, she's having this whole... It's just weird, because... I And I think when you... When I read it for the first time, obvious, usual caveats, did not pick up on any of the whatever with rain, yada, yada, yada. But, like, she's... Like, this is my last night on Earth. This is, like, a man I've just decided I've fallen in love with. It's such an intense and whatever moment. And then from his perspective, you have to wonder... He's just sort of like, all right, well, I guess I gotta talk to her until we have this next trial. It's, like, a little <laughs> unfair, but... <laughs> Slightly unfair characterization, but not entirely without... Directionally correct. A point. Yeah. 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 It's not ideal. And I think we might see that she doesn't think that's ideal, that he withheld that from her either. Right, right. That's what we get. Am I right, ladies? Yep. (laughs) What we get. Little bits, little little breadcrumbs, little scraps. Even even mid-pillow talk, you gotta just (laughs) yank it out of them. Anyhow, now they have to, like, go to the last trial, and it's really sad. Yeah. They left the room for the last time and stopped and looked at each other. It has been a pleasure, princess, he said. I thought about kissing him one last time. Thought about winding my arms around his neck and never letting go. 
et cetera, et cetera. But she didn't do any of those things that she said. Because they're gunners and they both want to win this tournament when they could just run off together, but fine. It's true. She just says, it's been shrug tolerable, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, this is like another 23-year-old thing where you sort of substitute being sassy for having a personality. (laughs) (laughs) You know? No, yeah, I certainly did that. And it's like, you definitely can't say anything earnest. And so you just are like, well, I'll just have to say the opposite of everything and be yeah. and act cool. But, but he loves it. That's what we get. You know, he does yeah. his little, oh, there she is. <laughs> well, she does let us smirk, crinkle her eye. Well, actually, it's without her permission, she says. Yeah, without smirk, her permission. Mm-hmm. Her eye. <laughs> He's sort of giving me, who's that actor that Taylor Swift just absolutely destroyed because he always dates people her age jake gyllenhaal jake gyllenhaal it's sort of giving jake gyllenhaal oh wow it's like, well i just like what could you possibly have this is an ongoing gripe with the big age difference but i don't have anything to talk to with like a 23 year old right now after 200 more years of living there's even less i could talk to them about you know yeah i think for me it's just like the number one when i'm like going through and reading these books and i'm suspending my disbelief about dragons existing and like all of these things number one thing is like people with a multi-hundred year age gap (laughs) are destined for one another and it's like first on the list you gotta like check it off you gotta be like okay throwing that out the window move on move on and uh and here we go now listen if it's a 15 year age gap a 20 year age gap Gross, creepy, disgusting, disgusting. Two hundred. Two hundred. Now we're talking century mark, and it's kind of like fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, this is the number one. Like, we need to have an entire episode to unpack this at some point because it's. <laughs> I have so many things that I want to say right now that are probably like I just. There's a lot, but on the other hand, we could just kind of block that out and just you know we could just go with it. Also. Yeah. Yeah. And again, at least she's not 17. <laughs> exactly. True. We'll take, True. She's we'll like, take the scraps we can get. <laughs> like most most other series like this, she would have already like saved the world and become queen by 23. That's you know? true. Like her life's right. accomplishments yeah. would be over. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they arrive to the final trial. Angelica and Ibrahim are both on the struggle bus. Ibrahim has a lot of injuries, can hardly walk. The two, Angelica and Ibrahim, walk through the little door into the, you know, the magical door into the trial. And then it was only us. Everything I couldn't say threatened to drown me. Words weren't enough. Yet without my permission, just before we crossed the threshold, I grabbed Rain's hand. Wait, without her own permission? Without her permission? (laughs) Yeah, again. Maybe Squeeze these are hard, the hard, senseless hard. dualities that think, we've been wondering. Yeah, these are her, these are her senseless wow. dualities. Okay. Yeah. We apologize, Mariah, <laughs> for making fun of them. We didn't pick it up the first read. Yeah. Um. Sweet. They hold hands and they turn and look at each other for a split second of hesitation. And she says, fantasies, fairy tales, useless dreams. I smashed them on the marble ground, pulled my hand away, and walked through the threshold. Dun, dun. Healthy. That's like emotional repression, like, you know, I don't know, 301. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like <laughs> the advanced summer. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and off they go into the final trial. Where I'm sure one of them is just going to easily kill the other without any <laughs> hesitation or Definitely. trouble. Although I do think this chapter captured well. I'm trying to think of what 
<laughs> not quite the stakes, but I ran track in cross country very in similar high school, and i hated races i would dread them I, to this day there's nothing i really have dreaded as much as i dreaded those races and i had a similar feeling where this looming thing is coming and there's nothing you can do about it and you just sort of continue on with your day and you're like how am i just eating breakfast right now right. i feel terrible in like an hour it's gonna be so bad and i feel like this kind of captured that energy really well where just like time moves on and you don't really have a choice and yeah to some extent it's not worth thinking about it and you're not prepping for the moment you're just distracting yeah. yourself as much as possible until yeah so yeah we wish them the best of luck and their battles to come and we'll see what happens yeah i think this is a good place to end it for today and then a cliffhanger cliffhanger. <laughs> cliffhanger cliffhanger what could possibly happen in this final trial we'll talk about that on our next episode i can't wait yeah. there's some real drama that's about to happen i feel like we got to enjoy ourselves this episode and just you know talk about the what Consummate, <laughs> the consummation what was rachel's word the bone zone the bones yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll get back into the the action and the, the drama next episode. And as always, thank you for listening. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok. Send us an email if you want to glow us up. If you have any critiques, don't, don't do that. <laughs> no, actually, um, no. We accept critiques via email. But if you want to give us a five-star review where you listen to your podcast, we only yes, like positive feedback there. Thank That's you. true. And as always, thank you for our theme music to Rachel's <laughs> sophomore year paramour, oh, yeah. Steve. Thank you so yes. much, Steve. Sophomore Check Steve, thank you for the music. Whatever. Spotify. Good air music. Good, Good air, air music, music on Spotify. Yeah. Check it out. He's great.